All right, so everybody, this is a kind of interesting tribute uh, to it, it Makes a Sound, the podcast, which you can listen to. And if you're still with me, just open your podcast app, subscribe. This, it's a very bingeable podcast. If you're into that, you, you know, listen to the first three or four episodes and, you know, keep listening. Uh, just to recap, though, It Makes a Sound is kind of a story about a ragtag group of neighbors led by Deirdre uh, who are in search of music. Uh, they, they have a cassette of uh, Wim Ferros's uh, only concert in known existence, the brilliant Wim Ferros. And they set out after that cassette tape. As, well, oh, wait, I can't say it. Like, uh, so, so that's the journey of the show. I was going to tell you more. Maybe I did at the beginning. Uh, but they took the music from the journey of the podcast. Uh, those are songs uh, by the writer and creator of the podcast, uh, Jacqueline Landgraf, and uh, collaborator Nate Wida. And uh, they worked with, uh, uh, they took like, a, sketched out the songs and uh, then made an album. So not only can you check out the podcast, you could check out Wim Ferris the Attic Tape. And you could do all of that at nightvalepresents.com and then click on It Makes a Sound and how to subscribe to the podcast, how to become a patron of the podcast, and how to get the album, which you can also search in in your in Apple Music and stuff. Uh, uh, but so I had this interesting experience. So I'm going to bring on actually a creative, crea- so such a creative person. And they go by two pseudonyms, Bill and Wimfan92. And they have a very interesting uh, past or creation. They're artists. They're actually a working artist. Uh, but they're a private artist. They make a, it's an interesting thing. Uh, Bill uh, Wimfan92 makes art for, for themselves and for patrons, uh, individual patrons, I believe. Oh no! It's just the patron. It, the patrons just support whim making this art. But okay, so anyway, okay, it, different to Patreon. Like we're talking about, you know, whatever uh, one patron. So, but it, let's not get distracted as I usually do. So I was at a pinball museum, and I guess I'll let Wim Fan Bill talk about because I don't want to out any of the thing. But basically. You know, a lot of times they joke about the word bespoke, but it also means handmade, uh, handcrafted things. And I don't like it, but I guess this is different. Like, but but it, it applies in this case is like you have pinball machines. Now, those are kind of not mass manufactured, but they're manufactured. They still are made. They're still popular and uh, not as popular as they once were. But so they're made by companies. Now, what Bill does is Bill buys old pinball machines that are still working and strips all of the branding or or whatever the game once was or if it's already kind of partially faded. And Bill makes these one-off games dedicated to other things. Of course, because of the privacy, we don't even know the other games that Bill has made, uh, but probably pretty rad. Uh, But So we were sharing... We connected over It Makes a Sound. That's a little short and long of it. And eventually, Bill, like, uh, we talked and Bill said, you're making an It Makes a Sound, a, a pinball game, an It Makes a Sound pinball. It would just be It Makes a Sound, but it's a pinball game. 
And again, I may not be using all of it because Bill's kind of rolling Bill's eyes. But because of the nature of it, uh, I think, you know, Bill says I I will be able to see the game or play it. But Bill's going to go and record uh, and uh, Bill's going to take it over and describe the game to you. Uh, but I was so I basically I'm doing the setup, uh, in, but I think, right, Bill, like after you get to know my audience, you're totally going to let me play, you know, get play the game a few times because also Bill, once the game's played and I think pictures are taken and given to the patrons who supported the creation of it, uh, but it's like, uh, the game goes out of existence. So it's kind of like a temporary thing and bill wants to know that he bill did this before the whole banksy shredding thing but i i think that's kind of a kind of a a bit there's a genre of artists that do that but bill's i mean talk about cutting edge art you're gamifying you're 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 not gamifying art you're art for gamification or something okay so i better turn over to bill while i still try to build this rapport so this is bill wimfan 92 Bill's going to walk you through, and believe me, this is like we we did a, a rehearsal yesterday. It's going to be like a top of the line sleepy stuff because Bill's like uh, we're two birds of a feather. So without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Bill here. Uh, hi everybody, my name's Bill, and as Scooter kind of said, I'm here. Uh, thank you for having me on, and I'm going to describe to you. Uh, it makes a sound. And one of the main uh, things that, you know, we, Scooter and I met at a pinball museum and we, we bonded over the, the great, amazing journey of Deirdre and Cody and Rod and Mom, a journey of discovery that t- takes place on the podcast. And I don't want to, this game is a not plot, super plot based, it's more of a tribute. Uh, but it will give away some things, but it won't. I don't think it'll spoil anything as you listen to Deirdre's journey and uh, the, the rest of the family in, in a broad term, uh, their pursuit of assembling the Wim Pharos, uh, the attic tape. And so, like, uh, but basically, what Scooter said is fairly accurate. I build, uh, I don't build pinball machines, and I'm not so much a mechanic uh, as I am. Uh, someone that takes a game and rebrands it or reimagines it. Uh, so this is built on a, 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 a previous game, and that game is kind of remains a mystery too. And one of the most important things for me is the first sound you would hear, along with the art uh, associated with it. So the first sound when you pull the plunger is uh, Deirdre saying, it makes a sound. So anytime you shoot the ball, you hear that. And that's the most powerful uh, through point for me. It's the way the episode started. It's the way the game starts. Uh, because there's this uh, enthusiasm and joy with just a, 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 a tiny amount of, uh, because you're thinking of the tree that falls in the forest, it makes a sound. Uh, so there's just a tiny amount of humanity, drips of humanity. I mean, there's a lot of humanity in there. But you know what I mean, if, especially if you listen to the podcast. And another thing I have, especially when I'm doing something that I very much care about uh, in a soulful way, is I don't want to capture any images. Uh, the interesting thing about the, creating the pinball game and podcasting is even though pinball, you're physically there, 
it does involve a level of theater of the mind, even though it is a visual game. This particular game I have invested a lot of energy in, so it also includes uh, uh, like smells, as, as along, uh, along with a lot of sounds from the game. Uh, some of the art on the sides of the game in the back, uh, uh, which would be the, the big of the back panel art, uh, are usually the most impressive. And those are, are, are is art from uh, uh, the mural in Wim's room with the, the octopus uh, Diane Sawyer. Some of the images from like Halloween with the blue pumpkin. So like a bit like scooter. So the Wim, Wim's mural is kind of streaming out of the bedroom in some sense. It just might, like so you have the fa- pizza phases in the moon. Uh, you have kind of the political stuff like Ross Perot. Uh, you have the Sculler, Sculler and Moldy stuff, uh, Sc- Mulder and Scully stuff. Uh, the squirrels. With, uh, so so just a lot of stuff that you kind of just like uh, is my tribute and my reimagination. Uh, then we have some like one of the sides of the game is kind of a tribute to a little bit about Deirdre and what we know and mom. And Rosemary Hills in the background, and I, the ideal thing is that 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 then the other side of the, the panel is like uh, one side is well, I guess I don't know if Rosemary Hills technically had a heyday, um, but so Rosemary Hills in its current state on the right side, and then you know stuff like uh, just stuff that came up with your just the newspaper article, the troll grotto, the fence. Uh, the idea of the attic, uh, music like uh, music boxes and snow globes, uh, you know, a lot of the different candies that came up. So ju- just like cool stuff. And then some of that play field has uh, some of that art too. And just stuff for, from the show, little um, cookies I try to do. So like glow sticks. Uh, again, like the Kool-Aid. These are also going to be smells that will come up. Uh, and I know it like, uh, but also the, another thing that's important to me is when the game, so there's the art of the game, and these are kind of weenies to, 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 to in a sense, originally to draw you in to play the game. Uh, that people have all, some people have always stopped, not had a chance to stop and soak in, and especially now with the, 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 uh, kind of, um, unfocusing effects of nostalgia is, I guess, a neutral way to put it. Uh, people missed out on what they had. Uh, and so they appreciate it in a new, new, different way. You know, people always see the past in a different way than it was, but it was a lot of cool art to take in and it was tactile and stuff like that. So there's the physical art. Then there's the, when the game is not being played, the sound art. Uh, so a lot of that is like different sounds that were important to me. Like, uh, there's the hum of the light in the attic. Uh, there's wind sounds and I have them all cross faded. So, and a long, very long, randomized, uh, it's not a loop, it's because uh, there's uh, digital equipment in there. Uh, but so there's like mom shuffling, a lot of stuff with mom, peacocks squawking, calling, baby monitor turning on and off. Because uh, uh, Cody, like, definitely the zap, uh, it was EAP of Cody. Uh, the tape sound, some of these are in-game sounds, someone using the clapper, even a little bit of the clapper ad from the TV show, a beeper going off, uh, 
in different phrases mom mom used uh, and then every once in a while an instrument will come in like a piano or uh banjo tambourine flute uh, sometimes co some things some those would be cookies if you were actually just listening to the game a lot of cody quotes and then calming voices of deirdre and mom i, I like to have uh so just a lot, just 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 another thing uh, that originally would have been to draw your interest to the game uh, it becomes a part of the immersiveness of it. Just in my opinion, and again, this I'm not actually I try not to use any pin, pinball jargon because I'm not a pinball mechanic. Uh, I'm just someone that says, "Huh," like I do, just was something I've been doing for a long time is. Uh, I did it a few times, and someone heard about it, even though I didn't tell, tried to tell, not tell anybody. And then I was lucky enough that some individuals uh, that were in a position to do so financially said, "We'll just, we'll just pay you to keep doing this, uh, and you don't have to. We don't, you know, we're not we're supporting your art and our appreciation of your art, not public art." And I know very few artists like uh, get to achieve. I know Scooter does it, but in a more uh, spread out in public way. But a lot of times it comes up like uh, uh, when people, scooters say, well, how can you afford to do this? And I said, well, I'm lucky. Uh, but do, just because, just I don't know, I do, like he said, make it sleepy. So you had to answer these basic questions. So that's everything. So I will get into the, the next part or the rest of the episode of me kind of being covering playing the game. And I'm just trying to think of anything else that would be helpful uh, because as Scooter said, I think this is really sleepy stuff. It doesn't have a lot of jargon in there, uh, but it is more of a theater of the mind experience uh, in a sleepy way when you're describing pinball. As people have told me, they said, okay, maybe I should just come play the game. And they said, well, you're not allowed to actually do that. Uh, so, you know, law, the other games I've made that I have shared with people um, a couple other features of this game, as I said, there's smell vision, there is a bubble machine. Uh, those are rare and probably impossible to make. And then also with it, the, now this is because I, I am a supporter of Wim, WimFan 92. I do have my own copy of the album. And since I'm the only person that gets to play this game, they did create a mechanism that if you do complete the finale, finale task of making all the sounds, the game will eject the cassette tape, uh, uh, or tribute cassette tape of the real album, uh, Wimpharos the Attic tape. Uh, so that is a goal of the game. And the game, all the games they make are paid games. Uh, like they do cost me a quarter, and I leave the quarters in there. Uh, and then, you know, what happens after that is, is what happens after that. And, you know, I do try to play the game to conclusion. I do try to have a little mystique around it and say I only play it once and then the game goes away. That's not necessarily true, but, uh, so, yeah, I don't know. And I don't know if Scooter could do this with his bedtime story thing where he just charges whatever. I think he said a joke on the show where he said a hundred grand and I'll tell you personal bedtime story, a hundred grand per story. I don't know if that pricing's, uh, great, but it's, uh. You know, his art is probably worth it. And then he also taught, told me that he was going to do a, a, for wealthy customers, warm their bathtub, human warmed bathtub. I said, well, that, I don't know if that's art. I mean, it is art in some sense that someone would think of that and 
do it, uh, but you know, once. Okay, so let's get down to the uh, rules in the you know game. So the object of the game is to to follow the Deirdre, Cody, Mom, and Rod's journey, uh, and it makes a sound. And to bring the songs and the sounds and the music of Wim Ferris to life and recreate the attic tape. And if you accomplish that, you have to complete uh, all these different tasks that we will go through. Uh, you complete and actually eject and get your own copy of the attic tape. Uh, the setting of the game is Rosemary Hills, uh, present day. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, and then let me run through the play field, and then I'll run through the different games and, and levels and stuff. And yeah, there are blueprints and stuff, but uh, okay. So the um, so so a pinball machine is uh, especially in the last, it, it can be very. There's a lot of different things, but lots of games rely on multiple ramps, uh, hidden shots, and then a kind of big feature, which in the theme park world would be called a weenie. Uh, and a weenie in this game, which I'll get to as I go around the play field, but that's more of the big thing is it's not in the center of the play field. It's in the upper left corner. Well, not quite the whole total upper left, but on the upper left uh, playing part of the playing field is a boom box. And it's actually a box just so it can rotate uh, 360 degrees or 90 degrees or 180 degrees. Uh, as part of different games, uh, which you'll see. But that's the biggest feature. Another bigger feature that pulls your eyes in is a water tower feature that's part of a multi-ball uh, purple velveteen diary. Okay, but let me run through it. So on the right-hand side is a plunger, which if you pull back, uh, the ball will travel actually upwards on a, a silver uh, ramp, uh, and the ball will then drop down on a kind of catwalk, which is similar to uh, what would look like a uh, roller coaster thing for the ball. And if you shoot it really hard, it will go out all the way to the top right corner of the game. And there's a couple different shots you can do. There's a skill shot where you just give it enough energy to drop through the hole. Then it rolls down and drops it right at your uh, right flipper. And that would be the skill shot where you associate the boom box, which we'll talk about. Uh, otherwise, it goes up to, to the thing which we'll get to. So that's the... the uh, uh, Entrance to Rosemary Hills is what I call it. And then there's a right outer loop. Like most of the games have a left loop and a right loop that goes around the entire a loop around the back of the play field, which if you hit the ball in the right way, it'll loop all the way around. And that's part of something. Oh, then we have another secret feature, which is a troll grotto, which is on the right, uh, kind of the right side of the upper center of the play field. And that's actually something that pops up uh, in, like, a secret thing. It pops up. It has the USA troll in there uh, to look like it's going to catch the ball. And the ball can go in there, and then it's like a trap door type thing. Uh, behind that is our, our right side ramp, which is the stairway to the attic. And it's a ramp that goes up from the right side of the playing field to the upper left side. It curls back around and goes to a catwalk, which actually recrosses a playing field and drops again to the right plunger or the right uh, flipper. 
It also connects with the left ramp, which we'll talk about. It's more of a center line. Usually there's a left. Sometimes there's three ramp games. This has a center ramp, which is, I call it the left ramp. Uh, I don't know why. Um, then there's a, a, a usually a spinner feature in a lot of games. This one is a pinky rewind or a tape. It kind of has a j- j- animation of a pinky rewinding. And it triggers the sound, even though I guess these are detached. It does trigger the sound of the tape going haywire. And that's part of a game. Then there's the center ramp, which is uh, the entrance to the clubhouse. Uh, Then games have bumpers. A lot of times they're called jets now. Uh, So these are called, uh, these are the peacock jets. There's three bumpers. They add some randomness, some scoring. They're part of games. And one is Park Song, and the other two are, are uh, the original Peacocks. Uh, uh, above the, the bumper jets are the are three lanes, which uh, uh, is where if you don't do the skill shot, the ball will come out. It can randomly go down a lane. One of the lanes would be light, lit up as a part of a, not a skill shot, but a more random thing. And those lanes are uh, piano, flute, and tambourine. And again, they have sound effects and a little... Uh, Pictures to mark that. Uh, behind that, behind their lights is a mirror, which I call the attic mirror, because this a lot of this play field is obscured. You can't really see the lights unless you look in the mirror. But it also adds an element of kind of uh, like what Rod and Cody talked about, about in regards to mom. Uh, so you say, well, I'm, uh, oh, wait, it's a mirror image. Uh, behind, like underneath and to the right, uh, so. Uh, to the left of the, the peacock jets is a lock for the diary, which is actually a, like a, there's a ball behind it. It, it. It's just made to look like a diary lock. Uh, even though I, that wasn't exactly part of the story, I thought it was important to me. Uh, then there's also this uh, purple di- purple velveteen diary that's in, you know next to the lock, and that's part of a game. Uh, then we have another loop uh, that kind of goes in between um, the two ramps and then around the back of the boombox, and that's the Cody Cody uh, boombox loop, uh, and it, that one's related to when Cody plugged the boombox in. So there you see a cord, and the cord has a, like an effect of uh, uh, an energy effect because Scooter said keep it sleepy. Then we have the boom box again, which you'll see it, it, it has other faces on it other than the boom box uh, that we'll talk about. Then there's the Rosemary Hills water tower. It's made to look rusty and it has a, it, it's part of a multi-ball game. It has actually a magnet in it, which sucks up a, a, a ball uh, and then sucks up a second ball as part of triggering. So it's a pretty cool effect. Uh, and that's so that's also part of a game, and also it rocks uh, when it's not when the magnet's not turned on. So that's cool. And then yeah, there's the ball. It starts with no balls hanging off it, but when it's activated, you get two balls there. And then the third one would activate the multi-ball. And again, in, in a real pinball situation, this would be a real maintenance issue, I think. Uh, then we have the left outer loop. Uh, we have the catwalk that I talked about that's just to carry the ball from the ramps. Oh, the, the center ramp for, for the uh, clubhouse entrance merges as uh, the uh, stairs to the attic head to the left. Okay, there's another round of play, another level of the play field. Um, 
so in the center of the two flippers is the uh, shoot again light, which again turns on if you have like extra ball or when you first start out uh, to give you a little wiggle room if uh, something wacky happens so you don't lose your game right away. Uh, again, in front of that are some lights that are monitoring if you're making all the sounds and going through all the games. Uh, uh, then there's the actual sounds you'll be making, which again is just terminology that'll make sense in a little while. Uh, but these are bigger squares uh, that are light up and they have images associated with the different games. Uh, then we have the attic tape, which is a yellow with purple writing. Uh, and that's like, it, it, it's, it, this, the, that says the attic tape. It, again, uh, yeah, I'll talk more about it. But, but so that one lights up uh, when you're in the final part of the game to release the actual Wim Ferris attic tape. Uh, above that is Wim Ferris, but it's circles with all the letters of Wim Ferris's name. And that also looks like a tape label in purple, uh, uh, purple. Above that are Epoch, another set of letters as part of another game, something I thought was important to me. Uh, there's another, uh, this thing, it looks like a clock, because uh, that's what it once was, but it's a, a way to keep a track of uh, the song list, one through nine. Uh, then there's this, uh, this is just a label in the play field uh, that goes lit up when you're trying to trigger the Purple Velveteen Diary multiball. Uh, there's different locks uh, on the different loops. If you're locking multi-balls, those, those will be a lit lock. Uh, there's another one uh, when you spell epoch. That also lights a lock uh, to, to trigger uh, a multi-ball game. Uh, in between the peacock jets are, are lightning bolts because they were already there, and I thought that was cool, like when the power goes out and stuff. Uh, those are there. Um then there's uh, little uh, d d other diamonds uh, shaped things that are supposed to be the candy. Those are really small lights. Uh, ideally, I wanted them to be the different candies. Uh, then there's a light that says start finale, which would be to start the finale making the tape. There's an extra ball light for when the, like you would go up the left uh, loop to, to, to get an extra ball. Uh, there's another lock. Uh, there's another uh, spell, Wim Pharos. Uh, uh, that after you spell one Ferris, if you do that, you get a, that's part of that. Uh, then each uh, like a g kind of gutter where if you uh, it, when the ball kicks out of the, 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 that the ball could go down. Sometimes those are lit special, which could give you a special thing. So that's uh, that's a play field. So let's get into the um. So the skill shot is when you open the game. Deirdre says it makes a sound when you release the balls. Also when multi-balls start and the balls are shooting uh, or you get a big jackpot, uh, just because I found that very cool. Uh, but so the opening sh shot has you entering Rosemary Hills, uh, shooting a ball, uh, kind of it was a randomly it'll select a bonus. It could be, these aren't super important, but, you know, 10 million, 2x combo, uh, start making a sound, 20 million, uh, add a song to the song list or a random bonus, like X times your end score. And when the ball gets to the right plunger, then you have to hit the boom box and you get the skill shot. So it's kind of like a, you have to get the skill to hit, plunge it with the right amount of speed. So it drops. And then you also have to, um, 
Because oh, if you hit it too short, it'll kick out. Like there's an automatic kick to kick it all the way uh, to to the top of the play field. So if you're short on your uh, skill shot, it's, it's just enough. But so if you you then you just have to hit the boombox on the first try. Okay, so that's um, theater skill shot. Now these are all the like things you the tasks you have to complete to get to the finale, which is. Uh, so you can get the attic tape released. So there's a spelling Wimpharos. Uh, shooting the ball in the left lane when Wimpharos is lit will add a letter uh, to Wimpharos's name. Completing all of the letters of Wimpharos will start the Wimpharos. Hurry up. Uh, it starts at 50 million. And you can collect the value by uh, shooting it into the boombox. Uh, uh, which will have spun around and be an open cassette tape, uh, uh, 180 degrees. If you hit a peacock uh, bumper, uh, you you will get the value will go up, uh, even though it's ticking down, it'll go back up. If you complete this, uh, you, the hurry up uh, after you've spelled Wimpharos, then Wimpharos uh, will be lit, uh, and that task will be complete. Uh, the next task uh, is the EPA. Now, these tasks can be completed in any order or, sim- you know, kind of simultaneously. EPOC, uh, E-P-O-C-H. Uh, complete all the letters in EPOC uh, to light the uh, inner, uh, the co- oh, no, the Cody loop, uh, plugging the boombox in for a lock. So you uh, then you, uh, by shooting up uh, either ramp, uh, so up to the attic or into the clubhouse, you add a letter uh, to Epoch. Uh, after the second ball is locked by doing that Cody loop, uh, the trunk will spin to another side, which is the coaster. And uh, hitting the coaster, which has a magnetic thing on there, so I'll pull the ball to the center of the coaster. Uh, that will lock the ball there and hold it, and it'll start the multi-ball. And one ball will shoot out of a troll grotto, one ball will come down to your plunger, and then once those two balls are in play, that third ball will drop off, the magnet will stop, and the ball will fall into play. And just triggering that multi-ball, then you just have to do one loop or one lamp to get a jackpot, and then that will light the epoch lamp, uh, and that uh, task will be completed. Okay, then there's the full song list. Uh, this is the clock on that side. You're just looking to advance the, the song list to all nine songs. Shooting, this is, happens in the, the right loop. Uh, uh, it can advance the song list towards nine songs. Each two shots uh, advance it uh, one song. Uh, when the... Uh, when when it reaches nine songs, it's time to record, and a timer starts. So, like you have your studio time, you got to get everybody in there. You have to have the music. Uh, this is an imaginary thing, you know. And what you have to do is uh, again shoot the ball into the the uh, boombox. Will turn 180 degrees. Uh, the cassette tape will be open, and you you have to shoot the ball into that open thing nine times. Now, I do give you a randomized, uh, like, a shoot-again thing uh, just to try to give you a chance. It is it isn't, uh, it is doable, uh, though, to do it nine times because it is one of the few shots you can probably figure out. And it's kind of, like, put at a really friendly angle. 
that even kind of beginners, like it's usually like the one spot on the playing field that most people were likely to shoot the ball, even by accident into a lot of times, not all the time, but. Okay. So by doing that, you, then you've lit the song list and that task is completed. Okay. So now we have the bulk of the games. Uh, uh, this is called making the sounds. So there's eight games, uh, the kind of course, not exactly corresponding with episodes, but uh, there's eight different games or steps to making the sounds. Uh, they're all located in the center of the game as uh, individual lights. Uh, so hitting the boombox when it's in its original boombox state, uh, you're slowly lighting the three candy gems or pieces of gum or whatever, gushers gum. And, uh, then you're trying, like if all three, so you, each time you hit it, one gem is lit. Then on the fourth time, you'll start making the sounds and it'll randomly choose, uh, one of the, one of the sounds to be made. And so these are the ones, uh, the first one is open the purple velveteen diary or shorthand is open the diary. And, uh, you have to, uh, uh, sh- shoot out to the, the lock for the purple velveteen diary and hit it each successful, uh, hit. And now there's a digital display on the, the, the backstop of the game and animations again, associated with the game. This time it'll like go through the diary, like looking like you're shuffling through the pages of the diary. You also get 15 million points each side. You, each time you do that. Uh, and, uh, you do, you just have to do that, 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 then you've completed, uh, opening the diary. Again, this will also have sounds of, uh, Deirdre talking from the diary when it's shuffling. So again, uh, very immersive. Uh, the next game is called Into the Attic. Uh, during this game, you will, uh, go up the right staircase into the attic, uh, and it's how many trips to the attic. So the light will hum, you'll hear wind. And it's like uh, you, you need to make nine trips to the attic uh, to kind of create, you know, nine's kind of important. Uh, and it's, it's to, to, to create the whole song list. And each time the thing, now there is a random challenge in this game and in, in during this game and a couple other ones uh the power will go out at randomized uh, times. Uh, it's just a random number generator. It's pretty fair, and it's pretty short. But if if it just happens to be at the random time, like your plungers won't work, uh, or your flippers won't work. So uh, it j- just adds a little bit more difficulty, but also I balance that out with uh, adding some shoot again so that... Uh, like not a two for like in a ratio that felt fair to me. Because a couple of times I was imagining if Cody was playing the game, and then I was like, "Well, I could set a setting for Cody." Okay, the next game is uh, Trick or Treat in Rosemary Hills. Uh, as you go trick or treating in Rosemary Hills, uh, uh, you also might sneak through the fence. Uh, again, some of this is just trying to imagine myself in the world a little bit. Uh, each time you hit the boombox uh, during uh, trick-or-treating, you, you get a treat uh, or a trick, which is just a, like, uh, uh, I don't know if I should, so one would be Wim's Mask. The other one, even though it's not on Halloween, is like the kids saying K-I-S-S-I-N-G. 
then there's the tricks are the candies that Deirdre doesn't like, Rolos that Deirdre doesn't like, and the treats are like the twist, you know, the good, good, good candies, as well as the candies that were were in um the 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 the, 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 the uh, that were in the Tupperware. Uh, so, so basically you just, you, you just have to hit this one uh, three times, but you, if you hit it more, you get more points. Uh, because I said, well, I don't know why I picked three. Okay. This next game is, uh, pinky rewind. So there's the pinky rewind spinner. You're trying to rewind and save the tape. So the digital display will be related to that. Uh, and uh, so, so like uh, all you're basically trying to do is like uh, uh, spin the tape enough until it makes the, the, so it's like uh, it just depends on your speed. But again, there's a number set in the machine uh, that'll trigger the next sound effect for the tape to go wrong. Then you have to spin it again to eject the tape and press stop. Uh, and hopefully, ideally, one day, you know, Rod can fix the tape or something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so that's, like, just what you, like, uh, that one's pretty, you know, it's not, uh, it's a little bit harder for shot again. I guess they base this also on the shot difficulty. So it's more of a time-based thing. But really, if you hit it two or three times, you'll be good. I mean, I guess the last one is just performing on pressure because you're just saying, stop it, stop it. Like, uh, and then it's like uh, this tension music, uh so that's the one. Next one is uh, Dances with Trolls. Uh, basically, you, you've got to d- dig up the time capsule, or Deirdre and Cody do. So again, this is something that didn't necessarily take place on scene. And then go through, uh, w- like with everybody, what was in the, the vault. This one does include a, a digital game. Uh, so when it first starts... Uh, you're digging like with your left and right flippers, but it's pretty easy and straightforward. It's just for fun and nothing, you know, nothing really happens. Uh, uh, but then basically what you're trying to do is shoot the ball up Cody's loop. Each time Cody will get a little zappy poo and one item will be taking out of the, um, like you'll hear, uh, Rod describing it, uh, uh, the opening of the different items. You'll also hear, you know, the stuff like when Co- you know, Cody maybe borrows something. And basically this one, it's, uh, uh, this one is five shots associated with Epoch, even though it doesn't have anything to do with direct with Epoch. That's why it has five shots. Uh, so it kind of doesn't matter, but if you keep going, you'll get everything and even the newspaper. Uh, along with like uh, like just just everything, so that's it's cool. Um, yeah, it's ten million per item, and then uh, twenty five million if you get uh, all the way to the newspaper we- the weaving article. The next one is Rod on the banjo. Uh, you're basically helping Rod help, uh, and uh, Rod's there to assist everybody. Uh, but why don't you assist Rod? Each shot you make, uh, you're supposed to do this one. You're going up the attic staircase again, uh, just uh, symbolically. But each shot up the attic staircase, uh, Rod will say something helpful because you've helped Rod. And this one has a lot of smells. So there is the cinnamon toast smell. That's the first one because I thought it was extra special. 
There's also the cleaning smells. There's also Rod joking with Cody. So just just a little bit of Rod Rod playing the banjo also the whole time. Uh, There's even a cookie in there, like depending on how long you go, uh, that you can make Rod stop playing the flute. Uh, So we're pretty proud of that one. The next one is Cody's drum solo. Uh, This also includes a digital game. Uh, which is a Ninja Warrior Master, but with uh, Rod teaching Cody a life lesson about mom. And so this is like a, this game, and again, the game, the game can also be unlocked uh, in a, like, a, like a, anytime you do go through Cody's loop uh, three times, it'll unlock the game just in case you, like when they're not in a play gameplay mode. Uh, but basically Ninja Warrior Master is a digital side-scrolling game uh, where you're the Ninja Warrior Master, uh, and you're, you, there's only two buttons, like left and right on your flipper buttons, uh, and one is to jump and one is to move backwards. And you're basically like Mario or something, trying to jump over the other uh, the squirrels in this game because they thought women would think that was funny. Or acorns. Uh, but so, but to, at different random times, which uh, flipper button does which will change. So one will make you move back, one will make you jump up. You're always moving slowly. Uh, it's endless scroller or whatever. So you're always scrolling a little bit. Uh, but it's just a fun little game. But then you're basically uh, you're trying to get Cody's drum solo, which you can do in two ways. You can go in Cody's loop, which will just do a fast drum solo, or you could go into the Peacock Jets. And then Cody will do different drums, like based on the Jets. Uh, and uh, basically, you, 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 if you do 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 uh, either one of the tasks three times, uh, you'll unlock you'll lock that level that you've completed it. And okay, so that's Cody drum solo. The last game is uh, like called Clubhouse. Uh, part I, I was going to call it Party at the Clubhouse. Uh, but then I just saw Clubhouse because there's two trips to Clubhouse. Uh, but first, of course, the first one is the original party. So they have like uh, sound. This one you can trigger the bubble machine. Uh, just so you know, there's also sm- there's a bubble smell, which is different than making bubbles, as, well, as I've learned. Again, you get a pine saw, Windex. Uh, oh, peacock poop. That's another smell. Like uh, if you hit uh, the peacocks, if you hit the Bark song, bumper first, and then the other two peacocks. Uh, it'll also release that smell randomly during the game. Uh, but so this is uh, where it all started, basically at the party at the clubhouse. And so this is the fourth side of the boombox, which is also uh, a uh, like the, the original coaster. Uh, and I wish I had a more advanced technology to have it slowly fill in, which would be my dream. Uh, but it's kind of like, uh, basically, this is when Wim is. So if you hit it once, uh, you'll hear Wim crack. You go to Pepsi, uh, Crystal Pepsi. You'll hear Mom talking. You'll just hear different things from the party that we know about. Also, there's a randomizer in there. At some point when you hit it, you could stop uh, the other kids from saying K-I-S-S, women, uh, Deirdre in a tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. 
And uh, each time you hit it, it blows bubbles, which I thought was cool. Oh, there's Blimpies. The sourdough bread smell is another one. Mix in with that game. So those are the, the other the games. Uh, uh, so I think those are all the games. Then there's a Troll Grotto game. Uh, this is a separate thing. Uh, so the Troll Grotto will pop up uh, at different times uh, uh, when you've activated it. Because uh, there's center targets uh, that will uh, open the Troll Grotto. Uh, also, like, going into the, like, this is during the game when you're not playing a game, like an open play. Uh, going in, into the clubhouse will open the troll grotto. I know it's unrelated. Uh, and then shooting into the troll grotto after that uh, will trigger different things or images like uh, uh, about whim from the podcast. Uh, like the Chrysler or the Baron, like uh, trolls dancing That's on the digital display. That's my favorite thing. Trolls debate, different things, even some stuff I guess fan fiction because they said trolls doing this. Yeah, but there's a lot of different things. This way, you could also, like during this game, like different prizes will be awarded. So you could, like, the extra ball. Uh, there's one where you could, like, uh, it, like where you have to make it in the tape. So these are just like, like mini games almost. Uh, uh, just because just, 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 Troll Grotto is a cool feature. And also, Troll Grotto is like for a lot of multi balls where stuff kicks out. Um, yeah, what else? Okay, so then um, there's also the different lock loops when they're lit. Uh, the ball will disappear sometimes, like it'll go around and it'll be caught in a, a secret lock. But there's also locks on the diary lock, which ties into locking balls for multi ball in uh, the water tower. Uh, but when you lock a ball, it, it will add a ball um, to one of these multi-balls uh, that are possible, like the Epoch uh, or uh, the Open the Diary multi-ball or the Water Tower multi-ball. Okay, so when the right lane is lit uh, for Open the Diary multi-ball, uh, a right loop shot will uh, 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 try to open the diary. Uh, and then, like, if you hit the ball, like, when it's when it says, uh, like, you basically have to hit the lock, and each time you hit the lock, uh, if you hit it three times, then it'll trigger that multi-ball. But the right loop is the one that gets the multi-ball awards. Uh, that, 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 again, you have to do that one. And then the water tower multi-ball is very similar. Like, if you hit the water tower, uh like over the course of the game, which is kind of almost by accident sometimes. Uh, if you hit it nine times, then the magnets turn on. The next time you go to hit it, the ball will actually get sucked up into this water spout that I added. And then the next shot after that, the water the ball will go, again, not during any game play. This is just during open play. Uh, but then it'll be, another ball will be magnetized. And believe me, the magnet can barely hold those two balls together wasn't originally how it was designed and then a third hit uh will start the multi-ball where those two balls are released so all your balls will just instantly be in play but anytime you also get a shoot again thing so if the balls all go down the thing then the balls will start shooting out the troll grotto 
And on that one, it's it'll just score a lot of points. So any ramp or any loop, you could score uh, jackpots on that one. Okay, so once all those are done, uh, we're on to the grant. Like, so after you've completed all those, so the two multi-balls, spelled out epochs, spelled out Wim Pharos, completed all of the sounds. Maybe I forgot something because I'm overwhelmed, but... Um, uh, you're ready to release a Wim Ferrell's attic tape, which you should definitely get. It's so cool, man. Uh, but after making all the sounds, uh, you're ready to release uh, Wim Ferrell's attic tape. Uh, and uh, Wim Ferrell's attic tape uh, will light a shot. Now you have to. What you have to do to next is kind of specific. You have to shoot into Cody's loop uh, to plug in the boombox, which kind of started the. Like the loss of the tape started the making of the tape. Uh, then you have to hit all four combinations of the box. Uh, so you have to hit the boom box. Then you have to shoot the ball into the boom box, which will call the ball, cause the ball to kick out of the troll grotto. Then you have to hit the coaster from the party. Then you have to hit the magnetic coaster. Uh, then uh, each one of these adds a letter to Wim Pharos, uh, by the way. Uh, then uh, completing the rest of the things is kind of open uh, for the rest of the letters of Wim Ferros. I don't know what we're at. Uh, I guess I don't see it in my notes. Uh, uh, but again, if you do like go into the attic, go into the clubhouse, do the right loop or the left loop. Uh, if you go up into the bumpers, uh, again, the bumpers are more triggered by a number. So you have to get a 22 bumper uh, hits. Uh, that'll unlock that. Uh, I think that's everything. I'm trying to think anything else. Basically, you, you'll win the game. I mean, there's other simpler stuff. Uh, but I really just wanted to make a game because I really just adored the podcast so much. And just there's so much, uh, when you listen to it, or you, if you already listen, you know, there's so much to connect to. There's this uh, joy and depth of uh uh, things that exist other than joy in, in it, and a f- it's funny, it's fun, but there's also a lot of other stuff going on. I think a lot of us get connected, like Deirdre and Mom, and also like what Cody brings and what Rod brings, and say, okay, like uh, you know, sometimes you're all of those people, uh, and I don't know, you know, it's a lot of, like. Uh, they say something about returning home. I don't know whatever they say about it. And then when you think about Rosemary Hills uh, and returning there, and what do we, you know, we like uh, what we know of Deirdre, and uh, this is not easy, you know. And like, uh, so I just thought it was a beautiful thing, and I want to make a beautiful thing about it, and just something I guess so I could feel closer to the story, yeah, personally. And have some fun, some extra fun. I mean, I wish, like I said, I could play the game with, you know, Deirdre and Cody and Rod and Mom. I think they would like that. But unfortunately, like part of the deal with the people that uh, support my art is that I can't. Uh, it's like I'm making it for them, but really making it for me and for for, for, for everybody that makes a sound. And so, yeah, I just want to thank everybody. And I want to thank uh, Jacqueline and Nate and Vincent and Melissa, uh, Annie, Anya, and, uh, you know, everyone in Night Vale Presents, uh, like uh, Joseph and Jeffrey, uh, Christy, Adam, Vincent. Uh, I want to thank uh, Carl and uh, 
uh, Jonathan and, and Chris Posty who all helped uh, scoot around. And, uh, yeah, and I guess Scooter's going to say some thank yous and some good nights. Uh, thanks for uh, listening to my uh, game. Uh, good night, everybody. Make sure it makes a sound. Uh, don't forget that. Let it live in your, you know, remember Wim Ferris already. Good night.